0: So good they can't ignore you by Cal Newport One sentence summary So good they can't ignore you sheds some much needed light on the follow your passion myth and shows you that the true path to work you love lies in becoming a craftsman of the work you already have collecting rare skills and taking control of your hours in the process My favorite quote from the author is If you don't produce you won't thrive no matter how skilled or talented you are Cal Newport The best non-fiction books are usually the ones where the author solves his or her own problem. This is exactly what Cal Newport did. After developing a new mindset about work and passion to figure out his own career problems, he wrote down the entire concept in this book, published in 2012. Here are three lessons from the book whose title is entirely based on a Steve Martin quote. 1. Don't do what you love, but learn to love what you do. 2. Become a craftsman to collect the skills you need. 3. Say no to a race to keep control of your work. Ready to let your passion find you? Let's go! So good they can't ignore you. Lesson 1. Don't do what you love, but learn to love what you do. This answers the question how do I find my passion? When finding himself having to decide between a job at Microsoft, a professorship at Georgetown University, and a career as a full-time writer, Cal didn't deliberate anxiously for weeks, which is what most people would have done, in order to not choose the wrong one. Not buying into the myth that he had only one true passion to follow, in which he would flourish, he knew that he would eventually come to love any of the three. Cal says that whether you love your work or not is mostly based on expertise and experience. He knew that all three career paths would start out rough initially, but that as long as he worked hard, practiced a lot and kept acquiring new skills, he'd eventually learn to love his work. So he just picked the one where he liked the location the most and could stay close to his girlfriend, the professorship. That's because according to self-determination theory, intrinsic motivation, which we often connect with passion and being satisfied at work, comes from three things. Number one, autonomy, some sense of control over your time. Number two competence, the feeling that you're good at your work. And number three, relatedness, connecting with other people in the process. That means as long as you work hard and eventually become a master of your craft, you can thrive and learn to become passionate about any job you choose. So good they can't ignore you, lesson two. Become a craftsman to collect the skills you need. This answers the question, how can I master the career I've chosen? The likely reason why 43% of Americans are unhappy at their jobs is that they constantly ask themselves what they want, instead of asking, what value can I bring to my job? Once you start listening to Steve Martin and try to be so good they can't ignore you, you'll be so busy trying to deliver quality work that you won't even have the time to deliberate what your true calling is. Speaking of deliberate, deliberate practice is the way to develop the autonomy and competence you need to boost your intrinsic motivation levels. It's the kind of practice that keeps you in a state of flow, where your work is hard enough to make you uncomfortable and forces you to learn, but not so much that frustration wins you over. When you become a craftsman, you'll seek out those problems at work which you can almost solve, but not quite. This will help you focus on developing new skills while staying motivated until you eventually become such a master that you'll begin to love your work. So good they can't ignore you. Lesson 3. Consider saying no to a race to keep your control. This answers the question, how should I proceed about building my career and making progress? In the course of becoming better and better at work, you'll probably be awarded with more responsibility and autonomy as you go along. This is great, because when you get to make your own hours or spread a project over six months in any way you like, you'll feel competent and more motivated. But the next trap will be leaking just around the corner, because as soon as you gain more control over your time and work, someone will try to take it from you. Sometimes this happens violently, like when Steve Jobs was degraded and assigned a dead project, the mech. Hmm. But most times it'll be even worse. A shiny reward will be dangled in front of you, like a company car, a raise, or a promotion. Don't give in to the temptation. You have worked long and hard to gain the control you now love so much, so don't trade it for more money. Saying no to a raise will not only let you keep your hard-earned control, it'll probably earn you the respect of your co-workers and bosses as well. My personal takeaways from So Good They Can't Ignore You for 2017 One of the terms I really love in this book is craftsman mindset. It... For me, it brings up a picture of someone like a wood carver who has this piece of wood that he's trying to shape into a figure or a sculpture or a boomerang or some other cool thing. And it really takes a long time. He has to chisel away and, and cut away the pieces until he finally has a thing and it needs to be polished and and then he has multiple phases where he smoothens the surface and stuff like that. and if he cuts away one thing too much, luck he has to start over again. I really think that's the sort of I, that's the sort of approach I'd like to take to my writing, which is really chiseling away, like oh, oh, cut a word here, cut a word there. How can I make this sentence more concise? And just try to this one thing that I'm working on right now that I'm focused on, like make this the best thing possible. <clears throat> and the beauty of that is uh, what Cal mentioned in the. Uh, second lesson is that it's it's gonna build flow and it usually puts me in such a state that i'm not even worried about the outcome or the result or i'm just so in it i just want to finish the thing and make it as, as best as i possibly can and when you tie that to something like a deadline where you say I'm going to publish every day or three times a week or I'm going to post a picture on Instagram every day, that gets really powerful because you can go full into flow zone perfection mode, but only for a limited amount of time that makes sure you don't stay in it forever. And this has also got me going back and forth about the whole passion uh, versus just pick a career thing. Because on the one hand, I do get that it's very important that you like what you're doing and that you think it's fun and that you start something you, you really want to start and you'd want to do for free anyways. But on the other hand, you then can't back out of it when it gets hard because it, no matter what you pick, it's not going to be fun all the time. And this is where Cal's Ka- where mindset really, really shines because you approach it like a professional, you show up, you know that you have to put in your learning years And over time, as you get better and better and more experienced, um, you'll just come to love whatever you do. So passion is really something you can bring to any job you have. And it's not this, this rare thing that waits somewhere on a shelf that you just have to go and pick up and one day you'll have it and then you'll suddenly have it for the rest of your life. So reframe passion. Just think about how you look at it. And this book is a great way to make a shift to let you go about this topic in a less pressured way.